0: To get started visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: Sam Pet's Radio.
0: Australia's coolest Podcast Network. There's only 3 things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McGrib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey
1: Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Andrew Levins. Joining me for the first time in a long time, Angus Truscott.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's good to be back after my um, after my I guess you could call it expelled. I was expelled yeah. by you from the podcast. I was um, evicted from your house. Mm-hmm. Do you get evicted even if you don't live there? I mean, you were living here. I was. But well, that's why I was evicted. Of course, yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, um, I had a, um, I was mining Bitcoin using your. Ch- Children's toys. Yep, <laughs> yeah. I don't know Although how you uh, hacked them all. No, you ha- you ha- I, ha- I hacked, you hacked, hacked the r You got there before it. I was mining, and your electricity bill was through the roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you said, "I'm so sorry." My wife's asked you to leave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, as I walked to you, were mouthing, "I'm really sorry." <laughs> yeah, and then then you launched um, as an apology to her, Bianca Coin. Yeah, and um, it's doing great. Well, I'm the only one that's no. got it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got it except her, I mean Everyone, no, it's I'm you, refusing to sell You and your partners, Reese Witherspoon and Bryce Dallas Howard yeah, it's, yep. a,
2: it's a real girl boss currency <laughs> um, I wasn't into NFTs until Bryce Dallas Howard And uh, Reese Witherspoon said it was okay too Yeah <laughs> And now I think, now I'm into them all the time
1: Yeah, that's the uh, sound of my gate opening um, the, the girl boss herself Oh uh, wow Bianca's about to come home She was out to dinner with the other girl bosses in her life
2: With uh, her, Reese and Yeah, yeah they were talking Bryce. about NFTs <laughs> But that doesn't work because your wife has a girl's name, uh, Bryce and Reese. Is it right. both- Reese?
1: Oh, I guess they're R-H-Y-S. Yeah,
2: they're both fellas' names. Yeah, right. They're all pretending to be strong women in NFTs. <laughs> but you know what? When you log on the internet, a Reese could be a guy or a girl, so maybe that's why they're getting away with it so much
1: did you see the um troy baker like the, the oh yeah the, the biggest douche in in like video yeah. game voice Troy
2: is like um he's like the lead singer of just like a really tone deaf like he's like the lead singer of maroon 5 of um <laughs> yeah. video game voice Absolutely. actors yeah, yeah and he's just like you know goes to signings and probably has like his own catering that no one's allowed to t- you know what i mean mm-hmm. just like real like ego dude but yeah he was just like I'm joining exclusive, uh, like blockchain voice acting thing. Yeah, and then, like and then everyone's like, NFTs. "Why this is dumb?" And but like,
1: in, in in the tweet itself, he's like, "You don't like it? Shut up!" Yeah, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> I <like> love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then like a
2: really really lame like cartoon of him.
1: It's like the wildest ratio I've ever seen yeah. on Twitter. Like
2: oh, until the last time he was ratioed when he was like like video game actors or actors too or something. Remember he said no, something? No, he,
1: he, he hates journalists as well. Like when when Last of Us Two was getting. Like bad review, like yeah. But read guy guy just like critical reviews, someone yeah. someone was like, "It's too long," and he like retweet. Yeah, he's a he's a. It's like of... he made the game, and like all of his voice acting is just is always like, <laughs> "Well, I'm going over here." Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he, but he's uh, <laughs> well. I guess that won't work.
2: <laughs> Come on, let me boost you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like he didn't even make the game. Like that's like that's like um, Ben Affleck defending like the Snyder or Whedon cut. You know what I mean? I mean, he like, didn't do either, did he? No, but I mean, he just acted in it. Oh, yeah, of course. But I mean, let the director fend for it. Mm. I don't think it's up to like the actors to defend a product. Yeah, for Neil sure. Neil Druckmann should be the one jumping in, and he wasn't because he, like, he got like um, like bullied off the internet, I think. Or like doxed or something. The internet's a great place. Well, this whole episode's going to be available on it mm-hmm. <laughs> exclusively. So I wouldn't mind doing radio if we could set up like a... A. Pirate radio station oh, pirate, right? okay. That's yeah, great, yeah. okay, cool Just broadcast It's the only, I mean, you've got a license or something, right, for music uh, it's, it's expired That's alright, so it's radio, I don't know, yeah. wh- whatever I <laughs> just scratch one of the numbers on the license um, It'd be good, if just do 24 hours, get some friends just in Just
1: never sleep No, just you and me for tw- every, every hour of the yeah. day Yeah, we'll play like long jams and that, like like I used to do When I was on Triple J Oh yes The 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 infamous sleeping There's a, like an 18 minute Underworld live song In, in the Triple J Music library 18 and minutes You can search You can search for, um, It's like, like Track sort, length Yeah you yeah. can sort it By track length And I used to Like every single time I did Every single week I'd play You're like that,
2: Well I'm going to close my eyes For 15 minutes no, That gives me
1: 3 minutes To get ready for my no, Underworld's Like app repayments Suddenly go up Like man what's going on
2: They're like Dude we've got to hit Australia
1: The kids are loving it <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I would just lie down on my couch oh, no, and no, have, no, a, have a sleep I think someone
2: from Massive Attack, I know very different But lives in Northern Beaches Yeah, right Yeah Shouting, lager, lager, lager I was listening to Underworld last night, actually I was listening to Born Slippy Mega,
1: mega white thing what, what other songs do they have? No one cares Well, um Yeah, that song, that's like I need sugar I need a little cup of sugar <laughs> There was like a Daria song with that in it Daria uh, um, episode
2: who directed Transporting?
1: Um, I know who wrote the it. Bean man, yeah, Irvine Welsh. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who wrote it. Who directed it? And we'll never know. It who. wasn't Guy Ritchie. It's someone I always get him mixed up with. Let's just say it was Guy Ritchie. I like the idea of it. Guy
2: Ritchie is like king of the beans, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Every movie has like a rough ball dude. <laughs> Danny Boyle, Danny Boyle, but he has a name kind of like Guy Ritchie, like Den- they're Danny both Bane. Dickensian names. Yeah, like for they sure. don't, ex- they no one's been called either of those names since like seventeen hundreds. Like Danny it. Boyle, that's right. He did it yesterday and stuff.
1: Danny Boyle did. Um, well, he did he? He did the beach. The beach, which yeah, is yeah.
2: such a good I, man. I, I reckon. That movie is a movie that deserves so hard to be a cult classic. And it's not for some reason. 28 Days Later. It was a great movie. He was was supposed to do No Time to
1: Die. He did Life Less Ordinary. Yeah. That Ewan McGregor one. That's a a great soundtrack. Yeah. Has that great Beck
2: song? Yeah. Tropicana? No. No. do, do,
1: do, do, dead do, weight
2: yeah i can't sleep do, don't catch you crying yeah, do, yeah. very good do, song do, do, and cameron diaz another lady with a guy's name and uh, <laughs> i wonder know, what
1: her thoughts on nfts are
2: well i tell you what <laughs> i'll tell you what it's 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 a big yes for me but yeah Boyle's. oh sunshine great movie is it sunshine yep
1: yeah <laughs> it is sunshine slumdog Yep. 127 Dude, he, he hours Jobs Steve Jobs I never saw that He's that got good? like a really eclectic, oh, He did yesterday That's what I said Yeah he did yesterday is it it's like is, Do people hate that movie?
2: Uh, it's the only review I have up on Letterboxd And I still get alerts For it like daily And it, I, Best review I've ever done It's um, Black Mirror for Boomers <laughs> Literally <laughs> And that's all it is It's like What if Beatles Never around But Like I remember all the Beatles songs Um, yeah, it's like, out of all those movies he's made, it is very much the one that, like, stands out. This is the only one that's, like, Like a straight up comedy, too. Yeah, it's like a weird outlier. He was supposed to do No Time to Die. He was the original director attached to Bond. But then, Carrie Fakanuga, or whatever, Fukuna, I don't know, he's Japanese, American. Is Uh, that bad? No, no, it looks like he he
1: directed a short film in 2001 called Vacuuming Completely Nude in Paradise. That's
2: so British, isn't it? Yeah. That reeks of ITV or Channel 4.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, so um, we're we're talking about films and uh, what a coincidence. Yeah, you've been to the
2: picture house recently, haven't you? I've
1: I've been living the cinephile's life.
2: Welcome, brother. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, I was about to say this is the longest I haven't been to a movie and I remember sending you a photo from a cinema last night um, of Jamie Kennedy. Uh, oh, so you saw Scream 5? Scream 5, yeah. Or, uh, Scream as, as... So I didn't the, even know that movie was
1: being made and now it's out and everyone's like, Scream 5, and I, I just had no idea that it yeah. was going to exist. How I was mean, it?
2: Yeah, you, I think it's like the second best Scream movie. Okay. It's all about...
1: Behind the first one?
2: Yeah, the first one's like... I mean, the first one is like ahead of its time. It is like such a meta text. Like it's yeah. all, It is like a horror movie about horror movies, but without becoming a parody you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you've seen the first one right yeah of course yeah it's like it's such a perfect movie it's like a slasher movie about slasher movies it could have only been made in the 90s and it could have only been made I think without being like ironic by somebody who is such a huge name in the horror film genre you know what I mean like and I think that's why it works
1: because it comes across as Authentic? Did Wes Craven direct this new one? Well, he's been dead for a few
2: years. It uh, was a, a. very a. scary movie because yes, he did.
1: I guess I have the media blinders on for anything. Yeah, 5, you're on their blacklist. They're yeah, not yeah. letting.
2: They're not telling you anything. Uh, no, uh, he didn't direct this one. But uh, it's basically, in a nutshell, it's about like the Last Jedi. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know how in the movie, you know, in the Scream universe, there's like the stab movies, which yes. you know, the second movie gets extra meta because it's about. Like the movie about the first movie. Yes. Yeah. So in this movie, an eighth stab movie came out, and it's really torn the fandom apart. And people think that the lead character was a Mary Sue. These are all words they say. And it's by the guy who directed Knives Out. Is something another character yeah, says? Yeah. Right. And so these toxic fans, like other like, are basically trying to start murders again, so the series has an ending that they like.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Which I was like shocked that they were like <laughs> dropping Brian Johnson and calling it
1: Stab Eight. That's so funny. I don't really
2: think that constitutes as, constitutes as like, spoilers because I didn't reveal who the killers are.
1: But no, that, that, that's interesting. Like, but know. that's, that's yeah,
2: an yeah. interesting hook, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's literally about toxic fandom and they're like, the eighth movie is stupid. It tried to do too many things but didn't respect the real fans. Now we're going to do this. We're going to start these murders again or whatever. So the movie gets a real send-off, i.e. episode 9, like, bring back Palpatine. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that, and then other people were like, no, eight was great. It was so different. They meant They named up like Bubba Duke, um, Hereditary, A twenty four. Like they're all about these new horror movies. The kids in it, and it's right. like people who are like, no, that's arty, farty stuff. Like <laughs> you need to get back to like what horror is about. And so is, th- it, is it like a, com- a comedy edge to it? Yeah, I mean, Scream always was kind of funny, right? I mean. There's a there's an air of Kevin Smith. because oh, well, everyone Kevin talks is, like movie buffs. Also, isn't he literally in one of them? He's in number three. Him, yeah, yeah. him and Jay, but uh, two characters in it uh, are twins, and they are the nephew and niece of the late Jamie Kennedy. Oh, wow! Which is why he's they go they're like one of them is a movie buff, I guess, in his honor. But yeah, you know, it's basically The Force Awakens. Like you've got David Arquette, Courtney Cox, and Nev Campbell are all in it. It's fun. It's a it's a stupid slasher movie, but like you know. Whatever.
1: So the guys that directed it, uh, Matt Bettinelli, Olpin and Tyler Gillett, mm. th- they've done um, other horror movies ready or not. Did you see that one? I do know
2: that one though. That's one with Samantha Weaving or something. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then Devil's Dew in 2014. That's cool they got brought into this.
2: Yeah, it's, it's fun. Like, I'm happy for them. In a way, it was like a less elegant um, Halloween 2018.
1: And it was written by James Vanderbilt um, alongside. Guy music, who who does all of their movies, he's written all of theirs. But oh, okay. James Vanderbilt is uh, best known for the writing the Amazing Spider Man and the Amazing Spider Man I did see too. that Rise of Electro, and yeah. uh, and uh, he was writer and producer of In- Independence Day Resurgence. Just like all the hits, basically. <laughs> yep.
2: uh, this is far better than all of those, but it is n- not the like, y- like how good's the McBride and McKay? Um, oh, is it McKay or Gordon Green? I think it's Gordon Green. Yeah, how yeah. it's uh, uh, Gordon Green and McBride Halloween. Like, that is just, like, flash. That, yeah, that, that's, I that's love that. That was such a great that, movie. that was such a fun movie. It is yeah. nowhere near like that. But it is, it's, it's nowhere near... But then again you know scream was never as like elegant i guess as the original halloween like that is the slasher movie
1: so the next movie that guy that i just said whatever his weird name is yeah um the next movie he's making in 2023 is transformers <laughs> rise of the beasts
2: this guy, this guy's one to watch no wonder why you've got a media blackout on and we, we tarnish
1: all of his films yeah that's so funny it, it has nothing to do with uh, michael bay he's not even oh no he's a producer now
2: they're, remember how they're doing like spin-offs that aren't
1: Oh, this it's like, like, it's a like Beast Wars. No, it's yeah. Beast Wars, yeah. So it's been directed by someone called Steven Caple Jr.
2: What did Stevie do? He
1: did Creed 2. Oh, okay. Um. And he also in 2017 directed a um a movie called Machine Gun Kelly, Dope Man. Oh, that's
2: tight. <laughs> and that guy, and that, MGK. <laughs> every
1: time I get an MGK update, um, yeah. it's just a great time to live. Yeah, MGK. You see, he he uh, he made Megan's uh the ring like if she can't take it off without it cutting her it's yeah like, it's
2: like a chinese finger trap yeah. or a finger trap
1: <laughs> yeah give you set the pc name for it brother um yeah but if you take the if she tries to take a ring off it, it cuts her it, because because love hurts is i love that. that
2: that's not toxic is it no not at, at all. all nothing about the relationship is i'm gonna i'm just googling chinese finger trap to see what the like The in you know, where the do's and don'ts are about what we're allowed to call it. It's still called Chinese finger trap on Wikipedia. I mean, I guess if it actually, if it actually, it's called a Chinese finger puzzle, a Chinese thumb cuff, or a Chinese handcuff is a gag toy. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is here's the moment. Uh, where do you think it came from? Because I'm not sure, I'm I'm 50 50 whether it's actually Chinese or not.
1: I'm going to say because it can still be called a Chinese something, its origination is China,
2: yeah cultural influence the chinese finger trap is a metaphor for a pro okay, No, i don't care about that get out of here with your metaphors chinese finger traps the home of the original <laughs> oh no that's oh i typed in chinese fingertips no oh, i was God. getting like massage Damn. websites
1: so I'm, I'm typing where was the chinese finger trap invented oh austria yeah <laughs> there we go so we, we can't we- <clears throat> why is it called chinese um,
2: I don't know, but I'll be calling them Austrian finger traps from here on out. Oh, no, it's
1: a variation. Oh, okay. Um,
2: uh, It'd be cool if there was like a, a world war fought over who invented the Chinese finger trap with Chinese finger I traps. Mean, no one outright
1: says it was invented in China, but, it's, but huge, it's huge in Germany and Austria.
2: Here you go. The Chinese aren't saying it wasn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So... Jury's is out. it racist to call it a Chinese finger trap Or is it more racist to just call it a finger trap Like and we should like pay hair? her you know, it's, it's one of those I need th- to get one, that's for sure Yeah, Oh it's insane like that it- Archie hasn't got one Yeah, I know it's, it's- I used to have them as a kid I used to get them when I went to Bali They would have them a, remember? that was Balinese like, finger trap Balinese finger trap, yeah What is a Chinese finger trap called? That's one of the uh, pop- popular searches Oh yeah, <laughs> of course uh, It's called a Chinese finger trap, my dude Oh, here we go I'm on Quora, which is like where, um,
1: where, like, real bros go to get answers. Virgins, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to search Chinese finger trap racist. Um,
2: it was invented by the Chinese philosopher, philosopher Lao Tzu from the 6th century using bed sheets <laughs> <laughs> to Great. escape from a height instead of using sailing knots or when rope was unavailable. I think the attribution to Lao Tzu is uh, apocryphal. Okay. Doubtful authenticity, but circulated widely as true. We, we've
1: uncovered the mystery. Now let us never discuss The internet says yet.
2: it's invented by a certain Joseph D'Antonio of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> for all I care, it could have been invented by my grandpa. That guy, <laughs> I tell you what, people in Quora aren't there for, uh, you know, to make friends.
1: No, they're just there for the facts. Yeah. Um, so, to go back to my of uh, cineph- Final. Oh yeah, you're
2: back in the cinemas. How do
1: you? How about I, like cinephilopian? Yeah,
2: cinephalopian tubes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I've seen a bunch of movies in the last week. It was wild. I uh, saw. So I finally saw Licorice Pizza. Um, was uh, Hugo weaving there for your screen? Unfortunately, not. Were any Matrix extras there? I, like I, sc- I scanned. Yeah, not even a single Merovingian. A red dress, not a Merovingian. No, none. Merv. Two Oh, Oh, <laughs> there were two very tall pale twins.
2: Yeah. I think you're onto someone.
1: Um I also watched um, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and you Joel Cohen. Oh, yeah, I'm yet to watch that. The movie uh, is a direct, like it's just a Shakespearean play directed by Joel Cohen. Yeah. Um, which That's is what I, I got from the I trailer. loved, but you have to like, I don't know, I, I guess Cohen Brothers movies are very known for their witticism. Um, they,
2: this ain't funny. It is in parts. Yeah. Stephen Root has a particularly funny oh, Stephen cameo. Stephen Root's
1: in it? Yeah, he, he made two so, amazing cameos last week. Yeah, wow. Me, Mandalorian and... The, Streaming King. Uh but yeah, it is like like Denzel Washington, his first um, movie with um, Joel Cohen. This is Joel Cohen's first movie without his brother um, as co-producer, co- co- co-director. Co- um, apparently, Ethan is not interested in making movies anymore. Yeah, I read that. Which is a bummer. But He's he, just out. Joel is the one who's married to Frances McDormand. She's in this too. She um, plays Lady Macbeth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your like history with, with Shakespeare? Uh like did you rival? Did you? Did you? <laughs> My
2: plays were twice as good as his, but no one came to see them. Yeah, sorry, bro. Yeah.
1: Um. Like, do you? Do you read them? Yeah, in I read a, uh, Yeah, I read Othello. Uh, I did The Merchant of Venice, Romeo and Juliet, and I did parts of Macbeth. There were parts of this. Yeah, um, I think I did parts of certain Macbeth. monologues that I read, like I, I could still like as, as Denzel was saying. Them, Is uh, Macbeth? I was um, matching him in in both words. That's and so timber. cool. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. It was fucking cool. Was right. um, we watched it on Friday night. Also, one night that's almost as weekend. cool as rapping along to when Hamilton came to streaming. There's a really funny bit in uh, the beginning of Don't Look Up where Jennifer Lawrence raps along to a Wu Tang Clan song. Oh, yeah, and yeah. she said apparently it was like the, that was like the thing she was looking forward to the least, and I understand why because it's it's really lame. Yeah, <laughs> that's sick. Um, but when we watched Macbeth, so it's fully black and white. Yeah, and it is one of the best shot movies I've seen in ages in that it like fully leans into the fact that this is like a theatrical production it's like sets and it's stuff it's all sets that's and like great and the blocking that's is sick. so well done um, and it has such an amazing it sounds like mood a perfect, to perfect
2: movie to make uh, during a pandemic yes like, absolutely you know sparse no one there like a lot of negative space mm-hmm. um, oh man I'm the, dying the, to watch the it the castle yeah.
1: sets are amazing the, how long it, is it uh, like, just, like under, just under two hours maybe like great. one hour forty something perfect and there's like did you have a snack during it did you like Hit that snack button? No, no, no. Uh, That's I, cool. I, Some
2: movies you don't need snacks. I find
1: no. I I, I rarely eat, eat while eating watching a movie. Yeah. Normally, like you know, we have our dinner, we put the kids in bed, then we oh, sit okay. down. You know, sure,
2: sure. Sometimes I like to emulate the theater experience. So we don't like to eat
1: ice cream on the couch in case we mess up the couch. You know. That's yeah, a, no, that right. makes sense. On one hand, when you grow up, you look forward to being able to do whatever you want on the things you own. Yeah. But on the other, you don't want to fuck them up, so you I have to buy a f- new one. I
2: got a Ben and Jerry Sunday last night, hot fudge Sunday with two flavors and whipped cream. Oh, and it would
1: have cost you like 15 bucks or something. Nine dollars. Nine dollars, wow. Yeah, it, was, it was worth it. It was like, huge. Because a kid's scoop from Ben and Jerry's is like it six It was bucks. like in a cup, yeah. like
2: the things you normally get drinks in. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Good Good flavors of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, I had the blue
2: one. It was like uh, M- M- Mellow Dreams, like oh, yeah, marshmallow yeah. chocolate T- had Tilly had that last week. It was terrific. Uh, that and New York Super Fudge or whatever. I'm big fan
1: of chocolate pudding. Oh, I haven't had that one. That oh, it's real good. It's got a bunch of like chocolate goopy cake Oof. mixed around the chocolate. Yeah, it sounds tight. Yeah. I'm always a
2: fish food is king. Um, occasionally, Chunky Monkey. Love that real ass banana yep. taste. Fuck, it's so good. I wish there was one right
1: near <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, we can, you say the word, we can go get Bursties again.
2: Yeah, no, not Bursties. I'm
1: good I'm good for good to never have a Burstie again, to be honest. But yeah, um, watching Tragedy of Macbeth, he yeah. um, hit, hit it at about like, Eight o'clock as the sun starts to go down. Movie hour—that's what they call it. And there is a storm brewing. Oh yeah, that and night so we have like the like the window like directly in front of our like directly above our our TV, yeah. and then the big like um, glass door next to it. And so you get a full view of the skies. Let's as, call them French doors, right? You, yeah, sure. Um, and uh, that's what they are, aren't they? French doors. Yeah, the, the storm is brewing like the whole time, and you can just see like lightning cracking in wow. the in the distance as like you know. Macbeth is just a Macbeth do- to be or not things. to be, or is that Hamlet? No, it's Hamlet. Yeah, I so. I, do, a lot of, I was expecting a lot of Hamlet stuff. Is Macbeth, like, the I, witches? I was like, oh, I can't wait to. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and that's the witches, right. the way that the witches are depicted, is so cool and Sick. weird. The actor who who plays them is is wild. i oh, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like does all this great stuff with reflections and fuck. Well, it's I, such did, a cool I movie. did do
2: Macbeth and Othello, but I only watched Romeo and Juliet. Oh no, I did do Romeo and Juliet. We watched the like '60s one as well as the Baz one.
1: Yeah. Man, and- this whipped! It was, it's so cool. I mean, obviously, like don't go into it expecting to. Well, like, so I, he- I, I took in maybe like twenty percent of the dialogue because it is yeah. just like it's all
2: about the like emotion and delivery. Right, and
1: Denzel plays it like kind of low key. Like, obviously, he He's he, Denzel, he has of the emotions when he needs them, but. There's such a coolness to his character in general. No I one spoke
2: it. like that when Shakespeare wrote, as well, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah,
1: like, like it was
2: a like everyone, everyone say like,
1: oh, actually, Shakespeare was the the theater for the dumb cunts. But yeah,
2: but wasn't it, it like a language he made? Like,
1: for- I want I want someone who who makes those claims to show me what smart people were watching well, I want at, them the, at to, the theater. I want to know if day. Shakespeare
2: ever encountered a Chinese finger trap during his mm-hmm. run what did, what did he it Would have ended them. a lot different. It <laughs> would have been stuck together. They wouldn't have like gotten sad that they died or whatever yeah um i want to find that is did people speak like shakespeare Do you think that's a good way to art we're so stupid like, yeah it's, this is um, all stuff i've been taught and yeah. i'm just like I, I have no like
1: the teachers you, teach you, you had a a class that specifically taught you about chinese finger traps i wish i'd go to school if this <laughs> and, was this the principal. <laughs> the language of, of shakespeare's time outside of his well, they definitely
2: yeah how did people really speak in shakespearean england uh, the first, this is by the BBC, so you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing to remember about Shakespeare's work is he wrote plays to entertain. They are dramatic works, and the dialogue was manipulated to suit the stage. Therefore, his characters' language didn't always reflect how real people, whatever. Yeah, so I guess that's it. People didn't really speak like that. People didn't speak in, like, faux
1: rhyming couplets. No. Yep. It was
2: to, like, entertain. It, it was basically Shakespeare was like Kevin Smith. Like, no one does, like, three-minute monologues yeah. on the Death Star.
1: Bibble, bubble, toil and top trouble This his snooch to the booch. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'd watch... I'd go to uh,
1: theatre school if uh, that was the script. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I Even though, like, if I was to do, like, you know... If I'm ranking, it's about it's if, about like a guy going mad, I guess. And like yeah, like murder, murdering somebody. To, yeah, like for like what seems kind like, of a, like a political what, move to begin with, and yeah, then beca- yeah, it, it descends into madness after I guess the guilt re- wrecks yeah. him. Um, the, the ending is so spectacular. Fuck me, dead. The cast is good too.
2: Who we got? We got Stiffy Root. We got Denny Wash Stiffy Washing. Root. Denny Wash. Um, Frank.
1: Frank McDorm. Frankie McD. <laughs> Frankie McD. Um. Oh fuck the um. Brad, uh, Brad Pitt. No, there's um, there's there's very besides Stephen Root and Francis McDormand, there aren't too many return um, Bro. That's interesting. um, Jesus, man, I kind of wish I saw it at at the at the flicks. I I almost like would say you should because I feel like you're gonna get like bored during the Shakespeare. Maybe I will. Um, I think it's probably on somewhere. Harry Melling, who played um, what's his name in um, Harry Potter. the fucking, the kid that, that Harry lives with. Oh, Dudley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dudley Dursley. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Gleason. Oh, tight. Who was King, also
2: uh, teacher of Harry Potter.
1: Yes. There's a few bean eaters in this. Uh, yeah. It looks this, like a real production.
2: beanie, uh, beanie babies. <laughs> yeah. It's man. It was just, it was fucking great. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that. It's on Apple
1: TV plus if you uh, aren't unaware and I would definitely recommend it. Tight. But be warned Shakespearean mm-hmm. stuff. Like even though I, I absolutely loved it. If, oh, I'm, if, like, if, if I'm forced to, like, rank all the Cohen Brothers movies and put this in there, yeah. probably, I'm probably putting it above Lady Killers. Obviously, that's forever the bottom one, even though J.K. Simmons is pretty good in it. Um, and then uh, that's also the only time they've collaborated with Tom Hanks, and he's so bad in it. Um, Hanks a lot, Tom. Really, I probably put it above True Grit as well. Yeah. They're probably my least two favorite Cohen movies, even though, I, like, True Grit's pretty good. So mm. I don't know if I put it above anything else, because I feel like... I like the quirky comedy shit is why I like Coen Brothers so much. And this is not, this doesn't have their. I'm down
2: to watch it. I'm way more. You of, know,
1: I, I don't even put No Country that high up on my yeah, list. Yeah, I know. So, I think yeah. we've
2: ranked the Coen's like nine times. On yeah, the I know. <laughs> I, I just can't, I think about the. That's constantly. still my favorite. Yeah, That's I know. I,
1: I know it's like a lot of people's absolute favorite. For me, it's like they're, they're run from like. Um, uh, what's um, raising Arizona to oh brother? Raising Arizona to oh brother, we're out Thou I think is like an un, untouchable run. I, I, I love that.
2: raising Arizona's like tight. That, tight that, that goes like raising
1: Arizona. Miller's Crossing, um, Hudsucker Proxy, Fargo, um, Barton Fink, Big Lebowski. Oh brother, we're out there. Legend shit. Yeah, I think I think that's all the ones. No, there's,
2: yeah. there's something about No Country. That the fact that that and there will be blood came out at the same time at this shot at the same place and like basically, extremely like insane depictions of the worst of American culture. It's that like they're so insanely yeah interlinked and intertwined. Those two movies are almost like impossible to view in a vacuum where the other one doesn't exist. Like you can't. I find them like so complimentary of one another. They even released around the same time. I might, I might do a
1: double feature. Try and watch them both in the one. Was way it two thousand
2: and seven? I think so. Yeah, right. they were yeah. like. And I just remember being like I just want one of them When I used to Give a shit about Oscars I was like I just want one of them to win I don't care which Did either of them win? Yeah No Country Oh that's director. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think There Will Be Blood Is is my favourite Of the two of them It is definitely But yeah It's like Damn That's insane When like Those directors Are putting out those movies At the same time Like What what a fucking (laughs) World that was
1: Um, And then
2: like I don't know. The Dark Knight came out the year later.
1: Yeah, I guess like after post-O <laughs> o Brother were out there, I mean, the man who wasn't there is a, cl- a really good, but then they start making like, yeah, that's when they do Lady Killers. They do Intolerable Cruelty, mm. which is like, I, you know, I put that below um, Macbeth as well. Um,
2: which one's Intolerable Cruelty it's, again? It's Catherine Zeta-Jones
1: and, 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 and George, George Clooney? Clooney. Even though I love George Clooney in that movie, I think there's some funny bits in it. Jeffrey Rush sucks in it. Um, what
2: is that? I know the title and I think it's I saw like it. It's like a...
1: Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is like we'll a, um, fucking poster. A, 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 a like a, a man eater basically. Who like uh, who who she's a a gold digger actually. Um, oh yeah. Uh, she like yeah basically like marries rich people, um, rich men. Oh man, and, it has and, such and, a and run, dog shit poster. Yeah, it was them trying to make a more kind of like they're not even the same room. Regular, <laughs> more regular kind of rom com. It's the closest to thing to a rom com. Cohen's ever yeah, did.
2: Yeah, I remember that now. It, it, I, I remember the. Um,
1: you know, I'm putting I'm putting Macbeth above uh, the man who wasn't there too, even though sure. I, I really enjoy that one. It's really climbing the charts. It really is. It's a it's a yeah, and they're both black and white. Those two, so if I think I have to do the, the oh, and I put it above Be- Ballad of Buster Scruggs too. Yeah, that, the, the, the early, th-
2: the late '90s, early noughties, Cohen is like oh, that's just Joel Cohen.
1: No, no, no. So depending on their movies, Ethan is credited as the director. Yeah, Joel is credited the ones the editor as and and as, writer, uh, as producer or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. they just swap swap roles, um, but
2: uh. Yeah, this early noughties run was, like, not great, was it?
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, post... I think Oh Brother Were Out There was, like, 2001. And, uh, yeah. Like, that's, like... Yeah, then they did Man Who Wasn't There, then Intolerable Cruelty, then Lady Killers. That's their absolute rock bottom.
2: Because, like, recent shit's been amazing. Like, No Country, Llewellyn Davis,
1: Serious Man. The serious Man is killer.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm pumped for Macbeth. Yeah, I'm going to watch that this week.
1: So, you mentioned There Will Be Blood... There will be. Um, oh, and 105
2: minutes. Look at that. It's like an hour and 35. That's tired That's Macbeth. Yeah. Um, Shame it's on Apple TV Plus and not on Binge because you could <laughs> yeah, really burn through it even a, faster. <laughs> shave off something.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, obviously, There Will Be Blood came out the same year as uh, as the one that you said. Well, no yeah, country, both no no directors country. have movies out again. That's right. Um, so Licorice Pizza came out. Um, was it Boxing Day in Australia? Yeah, I saw it the day after Boxing I saw it on Boxing, Boxing, Boxing Day. Boxing Day, yeah, cool. Double, yeah. double Box. Double, double. Box. Um, you've got the hots for what's on the box, ing Day. Who's that? The Domino's. Movies. Domino's. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your favorite pizzeria.
2: It is my favorite at the moment, yes. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so I haven't I, had it for a while, though. I finally saw it this Monday night at, at the Old Dandy. Uh, oh, tight. I
2: noticed you're in Newtown.
1: Remember we had the kill, most killer date night. We got the kids babysat for, and I was like, "Oh, it's a Monday night. And, like, we were going to see Spider Man, No Way Home." B still hadn't seen that yet, um, but um, I was like, "I'm really worried about Licorice Pizza not being yeah, at the it movies be anymore because yeah. it, it already isn't showing at event cinemas anywhere." I don't think it ever was. I was showing it at Macquarie um, the first week it came out, so sure. I was, was going to try and see it then. Um, and I was like, "Fuck it, we're going to go see Licorice Pizza," even like though I I don't, know, I don't think she's seen a PTA movie since. There will be blood. Yeah, wow. Um, But loves that and and all the ones before it. I think I did just. I think I watched the rest of them on my own in in my secret time. (laughs) Yeah, in that in my goon cave. Yeah, Um, PTA goon cave. (laughs) My master cave. Yeah, Um, there will be blood. (laughs) (laughs) Inherit goon. Um, But I uh, we went out. We first we went and had a prees. Had a pre-pre spritz at um wow. at Continental Deli, yeah, at at five p.m.
2: Did you see that good meme this week going around
1: about it's Continental like Deli? Jets. <laughs> there was like a bunch of jats, crackers, Cabanossi, and and cheese cubes. So that'll be forty six dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because it's true. I mean, it's easily it's one true of,
2: of all places if
1: you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, the yeah. Continental's great. I mean, it is in theory crackers, cured meat, and cheese, but yeah. it's like it's primo shit. It's good. I love continental Delhi. Oh, love, look, it's a good know, place. If, if, you it's even, also, if you even try,
2: it's good to uh, make fun of. Oh yeah, well, ev- everything restaurant culture. No, is they, probably...
1: no, restaurants don't don't deserve it at the moment. No, but, are, but no one does. Yes, that, like you're punching down <laughs> if you're taking aim at restaurants at the moment.
2: Yeah, but like they do need to be made fun of. Yeah, they're I, not. They're not. Pr- shouldn't be protected.
1: Yeah, they should be. they like <laughs> <laughs> at the moment when everyone like is. Fucking exhausted because I have to pick up like an extra seven shifts a True. week because that, half of this stuff. But it was a good was, name. I don't know. I'm gonna have. To, I think I'm canceling. Oh, you've
2: got too much blood in the game. I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe off my. That's my bread and butter. You're it. fucking with. Yeah.
1: Um. That's and and that bread and butter costs twelve twelve dollars thirty six dollars. Um. Yeah. So we had some. We had look. We had pretty much. We didn't have any Cabernos. It's funny that grape, cheese and uh, Hog's
2: Breath costs more than that. Though. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're, you're, you're That's getting... who you should be taking down a few Oh, bags. I have been. And they banned me
1: <laughs> from their page. I famously was punching down. Um, but then yeah, we went and saw the movie. More on that in a minute. But after that, we had a late booking at Cafe Parsi. Oh, wow. You were um, really... 9pm. We crammed right. so much shit in. And then we got a. We ended the night with a parking ticket. Beautiful. How night. much? One hundred and ten bucks. That's fucked. I know you... I could have gotten so many uh, jets, cabinots. Yeah, know. that's, that's at least
2: you could have got another plane at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, where did you park?
1: Um, oh, we was in a, in a spot. It was like two hours until ten p.m. and because we, we got there, our, our adventures began at like four thirty or whatever. Yeah, so we were just like fuck it, and then yeah, we didn't actually get a ticket until nine p.m.
2: Oh, what? Yeah, so they would have come at seven or something, or just before yeah, that's 7. right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then and then get at nine. Damn, dude. We're there's like parking
2: like at the Dendy, which I use,
1: and you're just good to be there the whole time.
2: Yeah, you pay for it on your phone. There's like an app, secure parking. Oh man, it's like behind it. But I, having said that, there's only like ten yeah spots, yeah. but. Yeah, I've parked there when I saw something there, whatever I saw last there.
1: I allow, like, I reckon you're allowed to get one parking ticket a year.
2: Yeah, I got, like, that speeding one on the way to your house, and I'm done for the year. That's, yeah, that, that's just yeah. parking your
1: car really fast. Yeah,
2: I was doing the opposite. They were trying to make me park it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I've got to post a Continental Deli me. i got to get
1: home. <laughs> um, Cafe Parsi, for anyone in Sydney, I'm going to go out there and say it's my favorite non Asian restaurant. There you go. Two doors down we from the Yeah, yeah. Fucking the best, dude. So good. They, uh, he, he, they have this like. Oh, yeah! I don't. I hate it. I I keep talking about alcohol so much around you. Sorry, you can talk about it. I'm not like anti-alcohol. I just Um, don't drink it. But same. I no. I was about to say same
2: about cigars. Cigars are cool. Are they? Yeah, you look like a like. Total I, I have
1: a mate, a mate that like our families will go to like on like you know holidays together, and yeah. he's always like, hey, hey, and I'll pack the cigars, and I, I love that. And shit. my immediate reaction is, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, wait, no, they taste and smell like fucked. shit. Yeah, no, please don't bring the cigars. I don't like
2: them, and I don't like the smell, but
1: I, I, they're, they're like very cool. Compared it's because it's cigar. like the, the ex stoner in me, because they're, like I'm they're like, oh, cigars equals blunts. Yeah, sure. But like just smoking. A I just st- like a the look. Reminds
2: me of like Annie or something. Yeah, like an. <laughs> just, I love those like. An ex- expectation of like just being a guy at one point in history was to like just light cigars. <laughs> yeah, like that was what you did, and and like have a woman like cut the tip for you. Auntie, Fucking like, insane shit. Yeah,
1: I mean that's risky maneuver. Like having a shirt, your shirt off, and smoking a cigar. You oh, know, you're you get ash ashen everywhere. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um.
2: Yeah, they smell like shit, don't they?
1: Licorice pizza.
2: Well, would you have at the restaurant oh. alcohol? You're saying. Oh
1: yeah, they do this. Um. Uh. I think it's like finish and they, uh, it's Ooh. a, it's a, um, it's the, the dishwashing tablets finish. Yeah. Finnish, yeah. Yeah. Know, it's, it's, a, a,
2: it's the new Tyler Todd challenge. Yeah. It's,
1: uh, so it's like a, it's like in, in Finland they have, uh, in, in the saunas, they serve these, um, gin and tonic. Mm. No, it's like gin and grapefruit, um, Ooh. uh, premix. and man, it's just like, it's, okay, it's easily the best like pre Drink have, I've you ever just, had. have you we had it before i think i've talked about it here before yeah or we've had it maybe even we copped a few it's just it's just a good it's a good, a good way to start tonight. night yeah. yeah um but licorice pizza bro Pizza years latest now tomorrow. about
2: someone yeah. who uh about someone who was of legal age to drink and someone who was underage yes oh, sorry, who doesn't drink so two first-time actors
1: yeah um uh alana haim yeah. and Cooper haim. hoffman yeah haim sorry um, not it's like Hymen I, I, don't, I don't work at a place where they constantly say the word Hyme <laughs> No uh, Well, no, that the she's
2: very intertwined with the uh, extended Vampire Weekend universe
1: uh, Of course I yeah. love that her whole family was in this though Yeah,
2: well, do you know So Paul Thomas Anderson had a crush on his art teacher Growing up in primary school And then he really got into Haim's music And I think he reached out And he's like, oh, I'd love to direct one of your music videos uh, they actually played a high music video by him when I saw Punch Drunk Love. Oh, I, right. They played like a the little, which was sick. It was such a good thing. It was like PTA night. They're like, the now a Uh Tom York thing. Yeah. He's done a bunch of radio, recent Radiohead to like I mean, last few years. But he's like, I love your music. Can we, um, oh, wow. I live like really close to you. Like I grew up. No, you live right where I grew up. And then he realized their mother was the arts teacher that he had a crush on. So he's, like, been very intertwined yeah. with them. And to a degree, I guess, uh, you know, a young creative having a crush on an older woman uh, could have even very been, like, a basis for the movie. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole family's there. They just use their names, which I love.
1: Yeah, that was, that was excellent. She that, was amazing. What an she insane was, first-time actor. Yeah, totally. I mean, Obviously, Cooper Hoffman also. Also is, just like, bodied it. They were both incredible. Um just had an unbelievably good time. I love the movie. Like, I heard people complain. The only complaints I heard from people about this movie was that nothing happens. And that just made me so much more excited for about the movie. It,
2: I, th- I think I told you when I saw it. I'm like, I don't want to say anything, but I'm like, it gave me the same vibe as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which you yep, and I love. It's a, well, it
1: feels like a road movie to me, where it's like, it doesn't matter. It just
2: matter. reminds me of that 70s Hollywood that, like, slightly industry, which is like, I guess, like, 10 years after once upon a time in Hollywood with like actors playing fictional versions of real people. And I think it like, you know, with Bradley Cooper playing John Peters and stuff. holy fuck that was funny. Um, but that's like, you know, how we saw like Bruce Lee and stuff in once upon a time in Hollywood. Like I do kind of like that it uses Hollywood and the industry as kind of it's like language and setting. Yep. But it just reminded me of like yeah, road movie. I totally said that. Like teen movies from the 70s. like Well, I guess then they were like coming-of-age films. But, you know, like just all of these schemes and stuff. Like it reminded me of like, I guess, like a Meatballs or Animal House. But like through the lens of PTA. Yeah. Like, you know, mattress scheme. And did you think it was like he was a mattress guy? Like his dad was the mattress king? Absolutely. I was like, so like oh, his that, dad's yeah. a mattress I think
1: like thematically this feels the most similar to Punch Drunk Love. 100%. Than, than all of, uh, 100%. PTA's other movies. It's like a less... But like with a little bit of Boogie Nights. It's more... Yeah.
2: yeah well, even like Inherent Vice, I find more... Yeah, sure. Like that shaggy dog comedy kind of stuff. That yeah, yeah. setting as well. Like same era. Uh, mm. And yeah, it has... It, it contains... Sorry, the, I,
1: the first hour of Boogie Nights. Yeah, before it gets sad in the <laughs> yeah. 80s and
2: everyone's addicted to heroin. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it does have <laughs> a scene or recurring joke that has made me laugh. So loud Dude. More than I've laughed I reckon in like okay. A decade in a cinema uh, No matter
1: how loud You laughed At John Michael Higgins Pretending to speak Japanese <laughs> Three times Three times And every time It was still landing There was a guy In the cinema you know, like last time I went to the Dendi, I was with you, and there was that. <laughs> oh guy yeah, the guys going. Whenever, whenever, sensei, like when like watched... a girl would bend over in an yeah, anime. Yeah, and um, even was when like, Pom Pom, like... the producer, I can't or remember what the fuck that movie was called. I was, it was I, You it was know, great. What
2: I think about? I catch myself thinking about that movie so regularly with that insane third act where they reveal that the conversation was streamed yes. and they've like got the funding to finish a movie. i think about that. I reckon, like what once a week. What the fuck was that movie called? I think it was called Pom Pom, the director. Mm-hmm.
1: Pom, I think it's just called Pom the Director. Um, But that was, yeah, that was the last time I I was at, um, no, no idea what the fuck it's called. Pom Pom. Pom Pom? No, does not work. Pom the Director Anime? (laughs) Pom Pom the Producer?
2: Popo the Producer? No, no idea. Pom Poco. The Cinephile?
1: Pom the Cinephile? Pom Pom the Cinephile? This is uh no, no idea. Okay, yeah, Pompo, Pompo, the cinephile. There we go. I kind of <laughs> we got, got there. there. We got there. Um,
2: yeah that third act reveal was fucking bonkers But yeah
1: like in it like this, this girl makes movies And she tries to make movies that are going to be hits So she like well it, it Oh and this f- isn't licorice pizza no, no, by the this, way she, ta- yeah, this, this is- this, she takes the piss out of like other anime And, and so there's like fan service moments in it Where her actors are like scantily clad Or like you know like a tit pops out Something like that yeah. And whenever that happened this guy sitting next to us was like Whoa! What's that like- role
2: in like manga or anime Of the character who's like horny
1: yeah, it's just he a was tribe. that. Yeah, he just like and yeah, like, like sweat, getting like getting like the big spurts of blood bursting out of his nose. Yeah,
2: and then like the like weird like bubble out of their nose, real and, Sanji like, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It the was that pervert. vibe, just a perfect, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, we call them yeah, like uh, like Harvey Weinstein <laughs>
1: in the West. <laughs> but I don't know if this guy was back. But whenever um, John Michael Higgins's character spoke to one of his japanese wives he, he's
2: trying he, he's a restaurateur uh he saw the continental meme i was like that's it we're getting
1: oh, into when japanese he, when he reveals that he doesn't speak yeah there's the best thing about it
2: um but he yeah he, he he goes to the lead character's mother who's like in marketing or something she helps market restaurants
1: who's what's the name from um it's always sunny in yeah Philadelphia. yeah Crazy. charlie day's wife yeah, yeah.
2: or something and yeah he's like pitching He's acting as a translator between her and his Japanese wife. <laughs> he doesn't speak Japanese. He speaks English in a Japanese accent. In a really shitty, like,
1: it. 50s, like, you know, American oh, it's comedian incro- It's insane.
2: Accent. It's like the City Walk guy from South Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just insane because the movie's like, you know, it's got a certain vibe. It's got a certain energy. It's quite chill and calm, and that PTA like it's not mumblecore at all, but it's like quite calming. And then out of nowhere, this guy starts doing like an Eric Cartman esque. Like,
1: Actually, there's another moment in a PTA movie like this. It's the end of Inherent Vice where um Josh Brolin. I was is, about to say he's going chotto, 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 and he's saying like I was about um, to say that's like, why it was pan-keku, pan-keku,
2: pan-keku. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh gonna went up before. I was saying it reminds me more of Inherent Vice. I forgot to say it because it also features yes. a white guy screaming at someone about Japanese food.
1: So whenever <laughs> he did that, this one, like the guy didn't laugh at any other point in the movie, and he, like, I mean, the <laughs> loudest laugh in a cinema. So everyone was else me. in the cinema, sure it sure wasn't me. But it was like this like. <laughs> Like, but so loud and so long. Dude, it comes out of and, nowhere. It's so funny. And but everyone in the cinema would laugh at the joke and then laugh at how hard this guy laughed at the joke. <laughs> I like that. And, I like then, and then everyone would keep laughing because they were all <laughs> laughing at him together. It that's was, a great experience. It was great.
2: See, that's what COVID took from us. Those moments. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but also the movie is great, like and funny. It's an un- unbelievably good movie. Yeah. Bradley
2: Cooper maybe best performance of Jesus. his career,
1: and like like so funny. But also I was on edge the entire yeah. time he was on screen, because and then when he was off screen, I was terrified he was going to come back.
2: And he does, but he's so like yeah. stupid, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so he plays, and you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know where uh, disciples of one Kevin Smith. He plays a fictionalized version of John Peters, the infamous producer who. For about 30 years, tried to get a giant spider in a uh, Superman movie. Oh, it's that guy. It's him. Right.
1: And, who, and he, he was dating Barbara Streisand at one point. Yeah,
2: he's a, he was his fiance, Her fiance. Yeah, right. But he was a hairdresser originally. And then he even says in this movie, I don't know if you noticed, but it's a bit that Kevin Smith says in that famous stage bit. He goes like, he, he says to uh, Connor, sorry, what's his name? The lead character's name? Um.
1: I can't remember. But Coop, what's Cooper's Coop, yeah, Cooper yeah, Hoffman.
2: Yeah. Says to Cooper Hoffman's character. Gary, Gary, Gary Valentine. Sorry, yeah. He says to Gary, he's like You look like you're from the streets. I was from the streets. You and I get you know how he mm-hmm. and he said that to Kevin Smith. Remember Kevin Smith actually says and it's verbatim in that bit. He's just like he would pull me aside and be like, You and I are from the streets. Like we know what oh, what the work is. Wow, word. that's bonkers. Yeah, and he's still <laughs> alive. And Paul Thomas Anderson got permission, he's like, We're gonna do do you mind if I do this? He's like, yes, but you need to have my pickup line that I use in it. And apparently, you know how he goes like, how do you you girls like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's one demand that he said that in the movie. (laughs) But he's like this crazy guy who started as like a hairdresser and then is like a movie producer and like produced like Wild Wild West where they ended up putting in that- Giant Spider. Giant Spider. He was part of the Tim Burton failed Superman Lives or whatever. Yeah, insane. But he was incredible in it.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. Um, that was yeah, just a insane. And then the amazing scene with Sean Penn and Tom. Sean Waits. Penn,
2: just insane. Sean Penn on the bike. Tom Waits, like Tom Waits, just playing introducing like a him. Yeah. Do you
1: think uh, that
2: scene? Uh, did you see recently? Fiona Apple was like a worst night of her life. Was or not worst? night or like Yeah, the, the, the reason, she quit, coke yeah, the reason she quit coke was because she spent a night with Tarantino and PTA, who were just talking about movies. Do you think that's what that scene was?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. We're, we're, so Sean Penn is playing PTA, and Tarantino is yeah. White's, and they're just talking
2: yeah. at each other, at her about movies, that's and like great. obviously ripped off their faces. I think that's that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved, uh, but also that was such a punch drunk love moment when Gary and her are running together. Yeah, I loved. I was like, oh, this all, all,
1: the, all, the, all that running. That's so punch drunk. That was
2: the last PTA I saw again, like rewatched before yeah. watching this. And you're right, it is so so similar, except it's almost like. Yeah, it's not as like, I guess, like Punch Trunk Love's like heightened as well. Like, yep. it's a very heightened, stylized film where this is like a real like naturalistic. Yeah, yeah. Ir- like, the energy of this movie, and s- s- not many directors can tap into it, but uh, it's when they're eating dinner in E.T., and I think that is like one of the most natural scenes I've ever seen in a movie. They're like, just sitting at a dining table eating Pizza Hut. Mm -hmm. And I reckon it's like Spielberg's best scene as a director because it just feels like a documentary. It's calming. It's just like suburbs, LA, 80s, and family eating. This movie has that energy of that scene.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
1: Loved the uh, the the soundtrack Loved My fa- soundtrack. favorite favorite song on there was Wings Oh, Let Me Roll It Is just one
2: of the best And you know what's crazy I was listening to a podcast earlier that day And I was speaking about how McCartney Like four or five years ago played Just that desert, tiny little venue Like outside of Coachella It's like a famous little bar okay, Like the size of your living room <clears throat> yep. And they were talking about it And they were looking at his set list on Setlist FM And they're like, oh my god, he opened with Let Me Roll It Like a deep cut Like and there's no stage You're on the same floor as the performer. And it was like this crazy show. It was only like four or five so years ago.
1: Yeah. The, or the opposite of that. Um, uh, what's the, the cunt that's in Cats? And it has the, the commit? that has it as doing the carpool karaoke. Oh, James. James have you seen the James Corden, Paul McCartney? Yeah. It's like the best thing James Corden's ever done. But yeah, and it, he, he makes Paul McCartney like perform in a pub. That's right. And, he, and only for Beatles classics. There's no Just, way. They're not getting any deep cuts there. No. Um,
2: Let me roll it's great. Uh, you know, I've been all I've been listening to this f- since we last recorded it is post
1: Beatles albums. Well so B and I were just like on the way home from Licorice Pizza, we were like, who had the best I mean it's for me it's obviously McCartney. Like the, the best, best post way. Beatles Beatles um, no, I don't career. reckon. You, you reckon George?
2: Uh George and John. Really? I, I think I, John just because Wings just
1: have so many hits for me.
2: See Wings like, is like has so many non-hits as
1: well, I think Paul, Okay, sure like, they, Paul McCartney has obviously made the most music Made the most it, music, yeah. absolutely But a lot of it's been the worst as well sure, but Ringo I mean, like,
2: doesn't, let's not include Ringo Because in he, he doesn't count he, has,
1: he, he probably has a worse discography than, than Paul Absolutely, yeah. absolutely
2: <laughs> he does Paul has like, Paul can still write okay songs Like good songs, but they're just like not Beatles or. I mean, I would leave. say Let Me
1: Roll It is like on par with Oh, I'm talking sh- about
2: Paul now yeah, whatever like, No, but I'm just saying like I'm including that Into post-Beatles like.
1: Discovery. Yeah, but that, that, that's unfair Because he's the only one Of the three that's alive
2: No, he's not Ringo is You're thinking a lot of people No, are I was in like Of the three oh, The three the you three. Would include yeah, yeah, In this yeah. competition Ringo Obviously Ringo, Ringo is ovens. not Going <laughs> to fucking win <laughs> No, but I mean like Yeah, maybe that's why John has the best career Post-Beatles Because yeah. it was like The Beatles It was short-lived It was ten years Like all of their debuts are amazing. Like McCartney is a incredible album. Mm-hmm. Plastic Ono Band is probably my favorite of them. Okay. That's probably my favorite John Lennon album too. But also, All Things Must Pass is like maybe the best album. That's by a I've killer bought. album. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, all of those albums were all songs that, and you see them actually in Get Back. Like the majority of those albums are songs that were auditioned for Abbey Road and Get Back. That yeah, right. They never did. Like All Things Must Pass is in Get Back.
1: Yeah, wild, crazy,
2: yeah. and. Th- I think the reason why All Things Must Pass is so good is because, you know, I got a feel for George. This poor dude, like, <laughs> was a great songwriter. Eventually, yeah, but grew up in a band with like two of the best, the, the two songwriters, best songwriters right? of all yeah, time—a yeah, yeah. partnership who <laughs> would knock back his songs. And you would also then, I guess, feel like, well, I don't have, like, I don't want to show them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that whole album is made up of like songs he sat on for three years, essentially.
1: What's your favorite George Beatles song? Within the Beatles, yeah, yeah, um, man, that's a While great question. my guitar question. gently weeps, probably for me.
2: Do you know? Yeah, I, I mean that—that's a bona fide classic. I love. I, I think that's a great song. I really like, and
1: also that's like almost evocative of, of that 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 emotion that we're talking about. Him him like yeah, you know, his, his, him crying into totally. the guitar because he can't. Bring um, any it.
2: corny, but like. Not corny, but obvious. But I, I love "Here Comes the Sun." Yeah. That that that's like better than like most Lennon oh, McCartney songs. Like and it's, and it's and something. something. Yeah, fucking um, something. One something that I was listening to the other day, I actually sent it to somebody. Uh, I have a Beatles playlist of just like bonafide beat, like my favorite Beatles songs, like not hits, mm-hmm. like just that I go to because like when you put on like Beatles on shuffle, like you do get all the hits that you've heard like so many times. But I added it. Sorry, this is. I've got to find the playlist. This, it's a great song. It's a George song. And it's on the Yellow Submarine album. It's All Too Much. Do you know that song?
1: Off, yeah, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. We listened to that album heaps when Archie was growing up.
2: Um, it is such a good song. Actually, I'm just going to type in Yellow Submarine. Uh, it's the movie soundtrack that came out during... Um, oh, maybe yeah. I don't know that one then. It is... It just sounds like something almost Tame Impala would do. It's this one. It's like...
1: It sounds, insane. It just sounds like, Yeah, so like, so 80. psychedelic, yeah, yeah it's brilliant. fuzzy. Into- but it's just yeah. Like- okay, it actually sounds like shit. It's coming out, coming out of. Uh, yeah. No, the- <laughs> yeah, to
2: it. It's insane. What's it
1: called again? It's all too much. It's all too much. It's just like awesome. That's what but I was Tax thinking. Man as as, as well. I could hear that in, in my in my Tax headphones. Taxman.
2: Taxman's a killer one. Just, yeah, yeah, there's so much good George. Um, I didn't realize he did Taxman. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He usually was given one or two songs an album. <laughs> That's a...
1: Here you go, George. No, literally. And then yeah. you
2: see him get back. And this is crazy. Um, I, I was watching an interview with Peter Jackson about it recently. Because he... Uh, that, who was it? I think it was Stephen Colbert. He was like interviewing him. And he's like, oh, you know, what did George... Sorry, what did Paul and Ringo think of the movie? um and he was like oh they love you know they they wanted to keep in the warts and all they were like big on that like showing things that didn't paint them in great light like that was the whole point of this uh but there's a bit that paul's like oh i wish i knew that happened because you know beatles probably wouldn't have split up and there's a scene where paul has to go to a meeting he's like i've got to go out i've got a meeting at one thirty by.' bye and then john and george are just chilling because the cameras are rolling the whole time and it's just like very fly on the wall and george is like Do you think it's weird? Like, he's like, I've got all these songs and like, he doesn't say, but he's like, you know, I know I can only put on like one or two, an album. Um, I don't want to affect the Beatles, but what do you think of me? Like doing a solo album and then like still doing the Beatles and John's like, that's a great idea. I want to do that too. Like we should do that. And they like never talk about it to Paul. And it's just like, he only knew that because of this movie.
1: Yeah, fuck. And he's like, oh, I wish I knew that. (laughs) The wildest thing is like, how old was he when the Beatles were like 25 or something? 25, 26. I didn't being a single good thing when I was 25. And imagine being
2: 25 and being like, oh, I want to show John and Paul my songs. (laughs) Because I'm in the biggest band of the world. Like that would be, that's insane pressure. That's crazy. Um, The Ritz are actually showing for one night only the rooftop concert in full. Like 4K cleaned up. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go.
1: I'm mean, take my dad to that. He'd love that.
2: It's like one thing. Yeah, let me know if you go. They should, like, they should
1: screen the B-Sharps episode of The Simpsons before Absolutely. It like a, yeah. With George eating the brownies. Uh, oh, George man. and the brownies. Wait, did you get that brownie?
2: <laughs> uh, dude, it is... Yeah. Fuck. Post-Beatles. I don't know, but... And if, if you're not even into the Beatles, everyone listening right now, listen to McCartney. That's what the album's called. Uh, Plastic Ono Band and All Things Must Pass. And they're just three excellent, excellent albums. Okay,
1: who... This is not even like... This is a objective thing who okay. had the biggest song post Beatles
2: oh, I think John Lennon right with Imagine or something I mean My Sweet Lord is isn't really it big. George though yeah I think it is George with like My Sweet no, Lord no it's I Travelling got Travelling Wilburys mindset on oh yeah you. I got my mindset what about Travelling Surely that's the biggest Wilburys
1: yeah no I reckon I reckon it's set on you like It'd be, it'd be imagine, so this is Christmas or set on you Oh, it'd be, ha- yeah, happy Christmas I don't I, I, I don't I don't think Paul has anything on that level Live and let die, maybe Maybe I'm
2: amazed, live and let die But yeah, they're nothing to Beatles songs. But that's what I, what
1: I love about Wings Is that Wings for me is like all album cuts that I like Yeah, Wings is good because like, love, Paul, like yeah. Paul
2: is really good at like proggy stuff And in the Beatles he was doing like proggy stuff With like, you know, um, jumping around like in songs Like different genres mm-hmm. Where like you know you look at like live and let die band on the run even like they all have Damn, these like that's parts me, that's, that's, yeah jet's my favorite
1: uh, wing song yeah McCartney's biggest hit interesting this is, this feels like we should have made this a pay fan conversation but whatever no who gives a shit it's that's true if you unsubscribed in this episode this is a great conversation. better off without Beatles
2: you. are like eternal like but yeah all things must pass is great though I I think I, I now I'm thinking about it. I have to give it to Plastic Ono Band for its brevity. It's just like 10 stripped back songs. Ringo's on drums, George's on guitar on one, Billy Press. It's basically Beatles without Paul, which I think all members of the Beatles wanted at that time. Damn. You see it Paul, in the Docos. Paul, 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 Paul was such a control freak. Paul was you like. You see it then. Well, they, it's so hard. And I guess watching this Docos made me like realize more so when the breakup happened. And it was like when Brian Epstein died. I think that's when the seed was planted because they didn't ever replace him with a manager. Right. And he was like so imperative to their. Like, you know. fifth Beatle. Well, he was, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's a dozen fifth Beatles, but he was like one of the... He was the fifth. He was the fifthest of the fifth Beatles. But yeah, he was like, they never replaced him. And then they kind of just, you know, it, they probably couldn't replace him. What a void to fill. But then Paul kind of took over and was like, come on, guys, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. And they were just like, well, why? We don't have to listen to you. Like, why are you telling it? You know what I mean? When mm. they were quite like a team before. Paul McCartney's also I think like The world's biggest Beatles fan Like right. he loved the Beatles Yeah yeah I think he was heartbroken But they were also like We've been doing this for 10 years As a group Like we just want to go Do other stuff You can't blame them
1: My favourite Beatles song Is probably Oh Darling Which is just Great Paul song McCartney. One of the best And that's why I Like let me roll it so much Because it feels like a sequel to that
2: Yeah no it's a, uh, Oh Darling is like One of my favourites uh, You Never Give Me Your Money's Is like <sighs> One of the Happy best Road, Paul McCartney yeah, yeah. songs ever Yeah
1: yeah. yeah. And I love that, like, with uh, o Darling like, he was such, it was like, you know, him and, who's the producer again? George Martin. Those guys, are like, that. that's their album, Abbey Road, really.
2: Oh, it's all of theirs, man. They're like, look, you got, like, come together. I want you, She's So Heavy. Like, the end, like, is all, like, but, 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 like something. Here Comes the Sun. Didn't like, McCartney, is... like, that,
1: that second half of Abbey Road, that's, like, him and George Martin, like, fi- well, figuring all out. Well, there were songs they couldn't finish. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: there were songs that they had around since the White <laughs> Album, even, and they'll just throw away songs. And basically like Get Back Slash Let it, be, it Became known as The album Let It Be You know that's the one They didn't do with George Martin Right They had Glenn Jones in Who was like I never listened to that one Yeah it's like a sad album Knowing But after watching Get Back Like i listened to it A lot more now that. Yeah Watch Get it. Back man okay. It's fucking phenomenal It's okay. like the best Slow TV ever It's like incredible They're like Yeah the ba- They they did that And then they did Abbey Road after Get Back But then Get Back as Let It Be came out a year after Abbey Road, Mm -hmm. but they feel spec to finish it off and like ruined it with those like corny-ass strings on um, Long and Winding Road and stuff. But the rule was they were like, let's go back and do one. George Martin was like, I will produce it, but we've got to do it how we used to do it, which is why Abbey Road is such like this, like it's technically the last album despite Mm. not being recorded, despite being released before Let It Be. Sure, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's, you know, it is kind of, I think it's like John was, they're all pretty checked out on the group But I still think it is like Them as a band Just going incredible Best like, My yeah. favourite favorite by far Yeah The medley is so good I mean I know that Some of the Beatles hate it And we're like Oh it was naff And a throw Like you know It's just songs we couldn't finish Like there's no theme But it's just like What a great suite of music I'm like
1: still constantly drawn to albums That are just full of minute long songs Or whatever so Yeah I like that, Pink that was like the record. first one Almost yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't it yeah. yeah
2: That second half is insane I blasted it the other night Where do you think it starts from Because you never. Gi- I think it starts from you never give me your money.
1: Or well, isn't it? It's kind of like the Sun King.
2: Well, Sun like, King's after that. Is it no way, on. Wait, it goes. Wait, would, you would never you... give
1: me your money because. No, it's before I never giving. It... Oh yeah, you're right. No, no, you're yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, it definitely has to start with never, never give, give, money, give me because they, they, yeah. 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 <laughs> they bring it back, carry that weight. <laughs> they bring it back and carry that weight, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. What is it? Is it go because. Um, I love that Beatles albums have a wiki for each song on each album, like... Yeah. <laughs> within the wiki.
1: Yeah, so Because... So it goes after Because, so oh. the medley. So there we go, oh, it starts. Oh, so is it go
2: Because Then You Never Give Me Your Money. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
1: Fucking... Okay, and, and then it has that tiny Her, her Majesty, majesty h- at the very end. Yeah. Hidden
2: track. <laughs> it was like a hidden track on the vinyl.
1: Jesus Christ, I love that shit. For yeah. me, that's like whenever... Um, where on a road trip That's perfect road like trip one over. hour After the road trip On that goes boom, And then you, you boom, go boom, home boom. To like everyone singing along To the end of it yeah.
2: But see like McCartney has some big duds on there Like Maxwell's Silver Hammer I think is I love like, that It's so weird it, But it's such like I love the like, synths on it yeah, yeah The synths are great The yeah. synths on this album are sick Yeah At the end of um because that you know the sims at the end of because. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. The course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so sick. Fuck is
2: man. How good are the Beatles? <laughs> Seriously watch I Back. was not
1: expecting that to, such a in-depth Beatles. I just feel I thought we were gonna talk Because I, I um obviously uh besides all of the soundtrack, like the the chosen songs with the soundtrack, yeah. Johnny Greenwood does the score for yeah, of course. Licorice Pizza. And I also watched um uh, the Power of the Dog. The, yeah, uh, he does Benedict the score Cumber for that Batch too, movie. Right? The, yeah. Jane Campion. Jane Campion, who did yeah. The Piano, her new movie, which is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and man, like I can't honestly tell you any of the score from uh, Licorice Pizza. No. But the score for The Power of the Dog is... Fucking incredible Like one of the best scores I've ever heard in wow. my life
2: I, I It's in my queue I mean Johnny Greenwood Just does some bangers Like There Will Be Blood Is like one of the All time movie scores Yeah No totally I can't think of There Will Be Blood Without the score Almost mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when I think of it In my head Yeah
1: He just is very very good At doing that Like real somber dread shit Eerie Yeah Scary Yeah And this is like
2: Oh Licorice Pizza, man, how good is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Licorice Pizza, one of the best movies I've seen from that came out last year. Like I don't, I don't know. Did you
2: I, get the vibe of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Like
1: did you feel the same a Yeah, of course. Because it's yeah. like, it's 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 a love letter to Calif- a little It's a love letter to a kind of. Yeah. But it's like,
2: little bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of a of a record store of a of a record store. of a record
2: store. a a Oh, after For the longest that, that, time, after yeah, his mattress that, yeah, yeah. company, he, apparently the uh, Gary's based off like a friend of his. He when he was growing up, and he's like he sold mattresses. He did all of that. He was like, man, this-
1: that character. What an amazingly well realized character, yeah. Gary Ballantyne. I love when when they go to Hollywood and they're on the sh- that Tonight Show as like with all he the does kids. The shitty joke. Oh my god, <laughs> three beavers. Yeah, um, and like yeah, just like how um, oh how good was um- Alana's just swept up.
2: It, Righteous gemstones, uh Yeah, what's his name? Get, yeah, Gideon. Gideon yeah. is like the atheist Jew. He's man, he he's like one of my so MVP funny. actors. Skylar Gisondo He's yeah. so good He's really good And Book Smart, he's amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has that boat party And he uh, gives everyone An iPad with preloaded photos <laughs> Of them all <laughs> And no one can't It's just like There's iPads there Where everyone has their photos Of us on there
1: I watched the first episode Of the new Gemstone season So good Man uh, Eric Andre in it Is <laughs> such a, And also Who's I don't know who the actor Is playing his wife Yeah I don't know either. She's incredible How too. too him like,
2: just like Throwing like Holy grenades Oh and my like god Everyone, like, everyone, everyone
1: <laughs> like Collapsing as he Oh god that was the best Dude
2: I was so, it just the, the the script Like I was even thinking about it, Like the McBride Like Delivery Of That he writes His scripts That therefore like All of his characters Like speak like him It's just like It's so unique Yeah Like the lines of dialogue They have You're just like It's like It's almost like Shakespearean Like it's McBridean And
1: I love that like John Goodman's being given Like oh, some he's dark shit to do It's this, great Because the last season. season He was kind of like the ooh. Just the father figure That's but it But now yeah. he's like with This great past And I was like because it really that that first episode it felt like like a much more comedic succession. Because yeah. it is like all the children vo- trying to get the family empire.
2: I, I've always like it is succession. It's yeah. like Christian succession. But
1: then I love that like this is going to follow like john goodman's character down a really dark dark path as well this season like the, it ends so awesomely and then the next episode when he's when he's like a, oh so you
2: watch the first two
1: yeah I, I watched most of the second episode i had to stop yeah. because i had work to do but um oh,
2: the second one ends on a big thing i, I will not go okay no. okay cool yeah.
1: um but i love you yeah, like him sleeping on the couch with a black eye and like where uh, you up to in episode two Oh, like not 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 far after that scene yeah yeah the um uh adam adam what's his name uh the guy from um Who's like the youngest, the youngest sibling? What's that actor's name again?
2: Oh yeah, oh man, the Liver King God Squad. Yeah, they're all it's doing. Adam birth. Driver, uh, doing not Adam Driver. What's Adam? His name? Uh, I almost said Adam Levine. Adam Adam,
1: Adam De I think no, it no, is. ad, 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 isn't Adam Levine the Maroon Five? Adam singer? De Levine. I think it is De Levine. Are you sure? I think so. <laughs> We're doing a lot of Wikipedia tonight. Well, I
2: like I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> when you take used it, to, like
1: when you watch so much and like content, I think you just it all just like just melts and you yeah, r- retain Adam. none of it. Divine. Divine. Adam Divine. I was so close. I added a suitable. Adam Delavane, maybe.
2: Cara Delavane. What was the show he used to be
1: on again? Workaholics. Workaholics, yeah. He's God Squad.
2: How He's good. He's yeah. And Him uh, and Keith.
1: Doing burpees at the airport. That was so fucking funny. Full Liver King vibes. Yeah, yeah. You've seen
2: that episode two where they're just like, in the Like, just carrying weights and stuff. No, I haven't got that yet. It gets yeah. very liver King. Okay. So,
1: there's, like, three episodes up now? Yeah. yeah. And, and and for those uh, wondering, Binge have uh, put up an un- uncorrupted file. Yeah.
2: Good but, However, it says every episode is 30 minutes long and says the... Yeah. It, the, this, they're insane. <laughs> the Where one's like... I was like, oh, cool. Half an hour. I've got time. And then it's like 48 minutes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just...
1: <laughs> Um so look that, that's it for this episode of Hey Fam, but we uh, we barely scratched the surface of the things we need to talk about this episode. Um so it's over it became the- Beatles. <laughs> I know, we got Beatles. Everyone everyone Be- got Beatles. Just
2: talking about the Beatles is like just like it is like a a discipline into itself. It's like, you know, if you go down that path, like no one is like a half assed you either like the Beatles or you're a Beatles fan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't just know a bit about the Beatles once you, because they've got such a concise history. It's very easy to know all about the Beatles. Yeah, which sure. is why I think they're such an attractive like thing to know, like every song for. Where like you couldn't name all the Stones albums at the top of your head. None of the members. I'm could just either. not a Stones fan. Never, no, but I mean, yeah. just like you know, with, that's kind of I guess the effects of like a band that just like has gone on forever. Like the conciseness of them is what makes it such a like. Oh, it's so always turns to into talk a about. legend. Yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck, I went down a weird YouTube rabbit hole this week. I was watching interviews where Beatles react to like Beatles members' death. What? Yeah, I just was curious. Like they're all old television broadcasts and they're like, oh, John Lennon just died. And it's like, oh, okay. It's just like, it's pretty morose. Jeez. Yeah, but it's insane that it's captured. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. That yeah. sucks. I yeah. Hate that. Yeah. It's sad.
1: And I'm definitely going to go down that same <laughs> hole later tonight. Yeah, if you but guys first, are feeling it. I need to record an episode of Payfam because every single week when Heyfam finishes Payfam begins. And if you want to hear another hour of us talking about uh all this good shit. We're going to talk about I want to talk about the power of the dog a bit more. Are you going to watch that? Of course I am. It's yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy, in my IQ. Crazy movie. It's, it reminds me a lot of the second last PTA movie. Um Phantom Thread, yeah, okay, um, yeah, a Weird, had abusive relationship, very similar feeling when that movie finished. Um, I saw a, another movie today at the film at the cinemas. Finally, took Bianca, my wife, uh, the, uh, the 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 girl boss Bitcoin. Uh, She's mining right now. Yeah, uh, herself. She uh, and I went and saw, finally saw Spider Man: No Way oh, Home. Amazing! And I got a pretty pretty look. If you if you want to hear a good fart story, <laughs> I gotcha. you. Uh,
2: I, I I'm all ears <laughs> and nose. Um,
1: Obviously, we've got to talk about the latest Boba Fett episode, um, and uh, we we need to talk about that Joss Whedon article. Oh man! <laughs> and uh, just some little news uh, in the games world, uh, little, yes, little
2: yes. to the tune of what seventy-eight billion dollars. Sixty. All, it was
1: like a, like honestly, it was like 0.7 of a million short. Of uh, 70 billion. $69 billion. 69 billion. billion dollars. That's how much uh, Xbox paid for Activision Blizzard.
2: It's insane. That's such a large amount of money. It's just,
1: yeah, It's, it's Star Wars and Marvel were $4 billion each. This is like a billion and a half less than what um, Disney played for Fox. Wow. Um, so, look, we're going to talk about that big budget shit. And, uh, and also on a smaller scale, I've been playing a shitload of Kirby games. I fucking love that pink little... Oh, yeah, you have been hitting the 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 Kirby stick, haven't you? I've been hitting the Kirby stick. So come hit the Kirby stick with us uh, over at patreon.com slash heyfam. $5 a month is all it costs to get an extra episode of HeyFam every single week continue this beautiful conversation with us we'd love to have you there plus we'd love to have you in our discord community
2: the pay is always better because we like warm up with PayFam. i know that's the secret of it It takes like 10 minutes for us to come alive
1: i think mm-hmm. but, but you have to hear the warm up you have to warm up with us oh yeah
2: we're our own support PayFam is like the, the the headline on
1: i got i got paid by a record label to make a mix today and uh is it just i've sent it to them they were like that first song's too mellow and i was like you don't want to no, do a banger out the gate. Fuck no! You need a melt of mel- them. Mel- yeah, come on, make them listen to the podcast. That's right. Um, that's yeah. Instead of a mix, I'm just going to give them this episode. Let's talk about
2: your car photos too.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> if you want to see me as a divorced dad or hear us talk about me as a divorced dad, <laughs> stick around. Patreon.com/slash Hey
2: <laughs> Those photos are wild, man. I was losing her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, come and join us. You got to
2: uh, make it your profile photo On all social media, <laughs> so people think that I've, I've I don't, I don't have like that access to own my that kids car. anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you just like love my family <laughs> and like love my kids,
1: just really. Play she'll it. she'll be back. <laughs> yeah, she'll be back. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you over in PayFam. You'll be back. Hey! Bam, 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 bam.
0: Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com presson and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS.